This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. World of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Where's 
Brother Mark and myself, Brother Shannon, all the listeners that are out there tonight, Lord, as we gather in one by one, two by two, the Lord God, tune in our ears to hear from you, Lord, opening up the doors of our hearts for an invasion, your invasion, the invasion of your word. Invasion of your spirit, the invasion of your presence. Yes, Lord. Let this altar be an altar that is pleasing to you. That indeed you will behold the sweet smelling aroma of your Shekinah glory. Teach us thy way, O Lord, and lead us in a plain path your plain path tonight. Hallelujah. Bless your name. Bless your name, Lord. The Lord is the name above every name. The name of Jesus. We raise his name high. We lift the banner of his name up tonight. Because there's no other God but thee. We say Jesus into the very atmosphere. Jesus over ourselves right now. Jesus over your listeners. Jesus over the word you're going to bring forth tonight, Lord. As you capture our tongues, capture our minds, our lips, Lord, our very hearts. Lord, we offer ourselves as vessels to be used by you. To speak in us and through us, Lord. So, Father God, we pray right now that you'd forgive us all of our sins. Wash us with that precious holy blood of your son, Jesus, from the crown of our heads to the very sole of our feet, Lord. Remove from us, Lord God, every sin and transgression. Blot it all out, out of that holy book. And give us new start. Lord God, a fresh new day. Lord, a fresh new story. A new beginning in you. New creatures. Yes, Lord, birthed by you this night. To show forth your praise. To testify of you. We thank you, Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, for the work you're going to do tonight. Not only here, through the airwaves, but also in our hearts, in our minds, in our very lives, in our soul, in our workplace, in our churches, Father. Let thy will be done. As your kingdom come. Come and rule and reign tonight. In the name of Jesus.
Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Good evening to everyone. Brother Shannon. <laughs> Good evening, Lena. Folks, we're excited to be here tonight for part two of what's going to be an awesome message. We have Evangelist Lena Anamaleche and Brother Mark Shine of 505 Ministries uh, singing and uh, playing beautiful music live for the Lord. And uh, I want to welcome you here tonight. We're just getting started, so please contact somebody and send them over here to tune in. They will be blessed. Sister Lena, back over to you. Yes, thank you, Brother Shannon. Pleasant good evening to everyone. Thank you for tuning in again. Uh, We give our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ all the honor, the glory, and the praise. We thank our Abba Father for loving us so much. And we thank Him for His Holy Spirit that has sustained us through to now. This is the eighth eighth day of February 2024. So we give God thanks. Many of us didn't even think that we would make it this far. So we give God thanks for everyone coming on tonight. Uh, If this is anyone's first time, you know, tuning into this message, please, we encourage you, please, please, to take a listen to part one, because each week builds on the other. And there are some very vital information that was shared in part one. So tonight... Praise God. We will continue in in our teaching of the message that was delivered unto us by the Holy Spirit as, as an answer to a lot of things that are going on in our world today. There are so many voices that are speaking to us, and it's sometimes very hard to decipher, to differentiate, to discern which voice it is, whose voice it is, you know, who is speaking to us. Is it, is it Abba? Because sometimes we even do speak to ourselves. So, tonight we are going to continue the message, which is the prophetic. And the prophetic, what is true, what is truth. And we will understand more and more why that topic was carefully chosen by our Lord, because we are addressing a very important gift for the church that was bestowed upon us in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. It tells us about the nine gifts, and the sixth was the gift of prophecy. And that gift we, we we discovered in part one, it was given for the edification of the church. Amen. But we have seen so much abuse. And so we're trying to bring things back. Last week we spoke about, as always, when we are looking for the example, the blueprint, the master, the original, or anything in our Christian walk, we always look first to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He is our example. So we looked at his birth, and we also looked at the birth of the prophet of the highest, and that was John the Baptist. So we're going to continue on, because, you know, when we look at prophets and prophecy, 
a lot of people sometimes tend to want to throw out the Old Testament, but we're going to delve a little bit into the Old Testament prophets. Why? Because we made some bold statements last week. We boldly said that the office of the prophet was through birth. Amen. And we gave scripture reference to that, right? Because we saw where the birth of Jesus Right? And we saw also the birth of John the Baptist. And we saw that John the Baptist was baptized in the womb of his mother. His mother was baptized. He was baptized through the baptism of the Holy Spirit of his mother. And his mother, in Luke 1, the first thing she did was she began to prophesy to Mary. And how the baptism came about was because Elizabeth, the baby through the the mother at six months old heard the voice of the cousin Mary coming in. And so the the babe within Elizabeth leaped with joy as the as, as the word of God said and the mother was filled with the Holy Spirit. And the bold statement, as I mentioned, what, that we made was that the office of the prophet is through birth. And we saw that was done with um, John the Baptist. We also know that our Lord, he's prophet of all prophets, right? He walked in that. He's, he's, he's as, 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 as he said in Revelations, he says the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So he is a prophecy in itself. Amen. So we're going to talk today and we're going to back that up again, that bold statement about the prophet being born a prophet, right? But we also, let let me back up a little bit, be reminded, let, let us also be reminded that Elizabeth prophesied because the Holy Spirit came on her. Okay, we also saw too when the mouth of Zacharias was opened, the spirit, the, uh, the, the verse also said, um, and that's in Luke 1, verse 67, it says, Zacharias was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied. So there's two, two ways of, of prophesying, right? But both of them, the source is the Holy Spirit. You are chosen by birth, right? from birth as a prophet but you also receive the spirit of the of um, prophecy through the holy spirit amen so we're going to look today at at uh, jeremiah we're going to look at jeremiah the prophet jeremiah because he too was chosen from birth and that's, we'll, we'll look at Jeremiah chapter 1, and we're going to read from verses 1 to 10. And I want to thank whoever that person was last week that was doing such a wonderful job of helping us to write all those, um, all, all the scriptures and verses and posting them in the chat. We thank you. God bless you. God bless you. So reading, all readings will be coming from the King James Version. And that's Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 1 to 10. And it says, The words of Jeremiah, the son of Hilkiah, of the priests that were in Anatoth, in the land of Benjamin, to whom the word of the Lord came in the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, in the thirteenth year of his reign. It came also in the days of Joachim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, 
unto the end of the eleventh year of Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, unto the carrying away of Jerusalem captive in the fifth month. This was setting a timeline and giving us a, a, like a date. This king was in, in reign when the words came. Because when the word of God comes, it is attached to time. Prophecy is attached to time. Okay? Because God moves in his season. It says in Ecclesiastes, is for everything, there is a time and a season. And remember, it also says that the word of God goes forth and it must accomplish. It, it goes to its target and it will accomplish. As we see even the word that was released unto Abraham, it was accomplishing over years, over time. The, the the error we make is when we attach our calendar time to the time of God, which is the big error. But it says in verse 4, Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. See? It says, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew you. So every one of us that are called to be prophets, you are with God from before. And he ordained you as a prophet before you even come out of the womb. Right? Where you are consecrated and set apart. He's ordained you, predestined you to be his prophet. Okay, and as he says unto, unto Jeremiah, right, in thy mouth. Then he says in verse 10, see, I have set this day, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down and to build and to plant. You see, it's the words of of God prophets are to speak he puts his words in our mouth and then he's using us okay to speak to another human being why remember when we're in the desert and the Lord came down to speak to the people they became afraid and he said no 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 don't speak to us speak to Moses and Moses will talk to us we the people of God said that brother Mark can you help me to find that scripture please thank you um, you know we the people said it to the Lord we said don't speak to us because we were so terrified of the presence of God and so we wanted it to be more simpler. Now, when we chose a Moses, God set apart prophet, okay? Because Moses himself was also a prophet, okay? He went to Pharaoh and he says, the, the Lord says, let my people go. A prophet speaks the words of God, okay? And so now we chose Moses and what is happening today? Because man now is in between us and God. The very same 
solution we gave to God to do is the very same solution we are offended by. You see, God knows these things. And that's why God wanted to talk to us. But God does have that access because he talks to his prophets mouth to mouth. Right? Huh. Anyway, let us continue on. As I stated earlier, prophets are birth. Okay? Prophets, true prophets called to the nation, right? And we see even Jesus Christ himself. We see John the Baptist that we spoke about last week. And this week, Jeremiah, who came, right? And what he's doing? Rooting out. Pulling down. Destroying. Casting down to throw down. Building and planting. Building the kingdom of God. Planting seeds of righteousness. The rest of it, root out, pull down, destroy, throw down. That is the works of darkness. You know, uprooting the tears from within our midst. There is a, a, up, an uprooting that's going on even to this day where God is uprooting false prophets from our midst. Henceforth, this message. Okay? Henceforth, this message. Remember, too. In part one, I also made a bold statement to say that in order for the enemy to prophesy, because it is fully declared, none can deny to say that prophecy, the the ability to prophesy comes from nowhere else but from the Holy Spirit. So, in order for the enemy to be able to prophesy, he must hijack that vessel. And we will see more of why he has to hijack that vessel in order to prophesy. Amen. So, we spoke of the Lord, John the Baptist, and Jeremiah. But we also know that there are other prophets that are listed in our Bible. There is Isaiah, there is Ezekiel, Daniel, Amos, Hosea, Malachi, all of them. We know them as prophets too. However, we don't see in scripture their births. How can we recognize that though we don't see in scripture their births recorded, you know, we can Attest to the fact that they were prophets. Because not only did they tell of things happening. Right? But they also foretold things. That would come to pass in the future. Isaiah himself as we read in Isaiah uh, 42. And I think it was 49 last week. Who foretold the birth of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And we also see where they got wide open glimpse like even Ezekiel and Isaiah Isaiah said I saw the Lord high and lifted up these prophets they foretell things for future decades and a decade is 10 years generations those can run from 15 to 30 years today there were hundreds (laughs) of years in ancient times you know Methuselah was 900 and was it 969 years old so he was living to almost uh 
almost a, a thousand years. We're down to what, 70 years? So our generations are from 15 to 30 years. We see people having children very young. So even today, it's, it's, it's probably even much shorter. Right? And we see, we see uh, also foretelling centuries, years later. And we know Isaiah did all of that. Let us bear in mind, a prophet doesn't have to be around to see the fulfillment of his prophecy. Amen. But I just wanted to include them because the mind and error is something that the enemy plays with. And we don't want to, to present another doctrine to deny the prophets that are in the word of God. Like there are doctrines out there trying to deny even Paul being an apostle. We won't go there tonight. But Brother Mark, did you find that scripture for me, please? Yes, it's Elena. It's actually in um, Genesis, Genesis chapter... 20, sorry, Exodus. Exodus 20, 19 says, And they said unto Moses, Speak thou with us, and we will hear, but let not God, Yahuwah, speak with us, lest we die. Lest we die. Lest we die. Don't speak to us the very same thing that we said. Don't speak to us, Lord. Let another man, and now we have another man speaking to us, and we are receiving lies. May God have mercy on us. Thank you, Brother Mark. Thank you. Amen. So, here is another nugget that the Lord dropped in my spirit, and I want to share with us. He said to me, many are called, few are chosen. But then he says to me, The few that are chosen are those that are appointed to offices like John the Baptist, Jeremiah, Isaiah, Ezekiel, even the Apostle Paul who was assigned to the office of the Apostle. And when we look at assignment of offices, there still is scripture reference to tell us that the offices are given by birth. Because even, uh, let, let me go here too. With the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul, he was assigned. It says, in Romans 1 verse 1. It says, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God. Okay? That's his assignment, apostle. That's an office of the fivefold ministry that we read last week. Okay? Now, when you look at Galatians chapter 1, right? In verse 15 and 16, it reads Galatians 1, 15 and 16. It says, but when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb. See, there it goes again. From the womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me that I might preach him among the heathen. Understand this church. Giftings, assignment has nothing to do with us. 
now being promoted and getting more money or having a bigger car, a bigger house, or having the best seat in the pulpit. It No, that is what it has become, but that's not what it's supposed to have been. That's not how it began. It is about exalting the Lord. That's why he says, if you lift me up, I will draw all men unto me. Right? But, of course, we're going around lifting ourselves up to draw men unto us. Anyway, we're going to, God willing, change all of that through this teaching. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So, so now we're going to be continuing now, and we're going to look at the book of Second Peter, Second Peter chapter one, verses twenty through to twenty one, and this is going to be our nail in the coffin. This is where we are, as it says, draw the bloodline. This is where the barriers are put up, because it is driving home, driving home what prophecy. The ability to prophesy is all about, and that is all about the Holy Spirit, and it's all about God, our Father. So, Second Peter 1, verses 20 to 21. It says, knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man. But holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Now, if scripture has to mention to us that it didn't come by the will of man, then we can also Recognize that there can be the prophecy by the will of man. And that's what is the problem today. But let us continue and we're going to get there. We're going to fully understand what is going on. So, why seek to to prophesy? Why? Why do we want to prophesy? We know it's assigned to the church, but why would we even want to prophesy? 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1. 1 Corinthians 14, 1. It says, follow after charity, which is love, desire spiritual gifts, but rather that ye may prophesy. Verse 3 of 1 Corinthians 14. It says, but he that prophesied speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. You see, when we prophesy, we are speaking the words of God that is put in our mouths and we speak it to another human being, right? But it is to edify, it is to exhort and to comfort. Now, What does it mean by edification? Edification means it is for education. It is for learning. It is for development. 
That is what prophecy is to do. Now tell me how me prophesying to you a house and a car is going to educate you. It's going to have you learn something and it's going to develop you. Where is your edification? Exhortation. Exhortation is recommendation. Those are warnings. That's prophecy. You will first be edified. It could be something new you're learning, some development, or it could be exhortation, which is recommendation, change of pathway, as a song that Brother Mark was singing so beautiful for us says. It says, teach us thy way, O Lord, and lead us in a plain path. The next, comfort. It's like a prophet comes to you and he says, the Lord says, I know you've been going through the situation in your life. But he says, trust me in this. Just hold on a little bit longer. I'm going to turn some things around. You would be like a, 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 a dry leaf that rain comes to. It will cause that leaf to lift its head. All of a sudden, it's nourished and become green. That is what prophecy does. But let us continue on. Why seek to prophesy? 1 Corinthians 14 again in verse 22. It says, Wherefore tongues are for a sign, not to them that believe, but to them that believe not. But prophesying serveth not for them that believe not, but for them which believe now, if we really think of this, remember, Jesus Christ came and he died. And he says, I will not leave you uh, comfortless. I will go and my father will send his Holy Spirit who will be with you, who will reveal my word, the truth of my word, bring my word back to your remembrance. So, so now... It's for us who believe. It is a way of reminding us that we are not in this battle. We are not in this trial. We are not in this struggle. We are not in this whole world alone. He says, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. And he said, I will never fail you. Prophecy is a fail-proof way of walking out. This life that we're living in. Amen. Now, let us look at 1 Corinthians 14 again and reading at verse 24 to 25. Because why seek to prophesy? Okay. It says, But if all prophesy, and there come in one that believeth not, a one unlearned, he is convinced of all. He is judged of all. And thus are the secrets of his heart made manifest. And so falling down on his face, he will worship God and report that God is in you of a truth. See, the beauty of 
being able to prophesy. It's not only, it's a gift that not only works for the church, but it also works for the man that's out there that doesn't know God. A man that doesn't know God, he will look at you when God is, you're there. This verse in scripture, it says, but if all prophesy, not just one person speaking to him, but just imagine the whole church looks at it and says, Father says this and stuff is just going on and he bows his head and he's like, how did you know that? Who told you? You shouldn't know this. I've seen many men broken. Prophecy goes forth. And others begin to speak as the spirit moving. It's just just jumping all over the place. And he says, you've got me. You've got me. For sure, God is in this place. We, without even preaching Genesis to Revelation... Just through the prophecy, we preach Jesus. That's what Revelation says. It says it says that the testimony of Jesus, the testimony of his existence, the testimony that he is real. Spirit of prophecy. Here, he will bow down and praise our God. And he will say, God is in you for truth. Because you don't know him. He doesn't know us. And just like the woman at the well, we have told him all about himself. How wonderful it is to prophesy. Amen. Amen. 1 Corinthians 14 again, verse 39. It says, Wherefore, brethren, covet to prophesy. But he also says temperate and forget, forbid not to speak with tongues. Because the tongues edifies the spirit. The tongues is our communication through the Holy Spirit of God. The enemy does not understand it all. As the Bible says that we make groanings and utterances that cannot be interpreted, right? So so we are we are having a direct 911 uplink to heaven. And so as a prophet, a prophet needs to be baptized in the Holy Spirit of God. So he needs to have the gift of speaking in tongues so he can also communicate with the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And I'm talking about one who holds the office of the prophet, right? And because the Holy Spirit can just use anybody. We saw we saw even the Lord opening the tongue of the donkey to speak to to Balaam. Okay? So let us not get all excited about the you know uh, uh, the, the Holy Spirit of God rested on me and I prophesied about this and I prophesied about that. He used a donkey. Okay. Yes he did. Used a donkey to prophesy to Balaam who was so blind he couldn't see the angel with the sword the donkey saw what was invisible to Balaam 
a sorcerer, a witch. Which we should now begin to understand. Balaam was a sorcerer who had access to see into the spirit, yet he couldn't see the angel with the sword. Hmm. So now let us look at how the prophet is made known to the people. This will help us to understand the difference between a false prophet and a prophet of God. As there is a need in the body of Christ, a need for prophecy, there is a need for the prophet. The prophet, servants of God, men and women of God whose sole purpose is to seek the face of God to know his thoughts, to hear from him on behalf of his people, to direct them. It says in Amos 3, 7, Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealeth his secret unto his servants, the prophets. The secrets of God is told to the prophets. We see the altercation in Numbers 12, where Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses regarding his Ethiopian wife, Zipporah, that he had married. So they were against the marriage. And the Lord had a meeting with Miriam and Aaron. And the Lord had some very strong words, which even tells us, that even amongst the prophets, there is also a Peter, James, and John, that inner circle of the prophets. So, let us look at verse 6 of Numbers 12, verse 6. Okay? And he said, he, meaning the Lord, hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision and will speak unto him in a dream. My servant Moses, verse 7, is not so, who is faithful in all mine house, verse 8. With him will I speak mouth to mouth, even apparently and not in dark speeches and the similitude of the Lord shall he behold. If there's a prophet among us, the Lord will make himself known. Hi, <laughs> Father, help us. People are signing prophets. We have prophets out there who have never fasted. They don't see the need to fast and pray and seek God. We see prophets popping up like gophers all over the world and saying they know God. But but what it says here is not about you knowing God, but God making himself known to you. God knowing you. Okay? Father, forgive us. Forgive us, Lord. And he says that Moses, the inner of the prophet of the office of the prophet he speaks of mouth to mouth 
And he says, well, not in dark speeches, not in parables, but that he, he, he speaks to him plain. And he also sees the similitude of the Lord. We saw, I think it's in Exodus 33, where Moses beheld the glory of the Lord. He actually saw the Lord put him in the cleft of the rock and let his glory pass by him. And he covered his face because no flesh shall behold the Lord and live. Such was the love of God for Moses. Amen. Now, Deuteronomy first, uh, chapter 18, we're going to read from verses 18 to 22. Remember, we're at the portion where it says how the prophet is made known to the people. The Lord certainly reveals his secret by telling the secrets of the Lord that the Lord reveals to the people, to the targeted audience, we know that that prophet is known. Now, that prophet is further known because the Lord himself make himself known to the prophet, right? And he speaks to them in visions and in dreams. This is the same thing that we see being fulfilled in Acts chapter 2 that was also prophesied about in the book of Joel, right? Where he says that in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And he says that the young men will prophesy Right, and old men will dream dreams, and it says, even upon the handmaidens uh, shall I pour up my spirit. Okay, so this is the fulfillment pouring out in the last days, because in the last days uh, is the prophecy causes us to see. Last days is darkness. We need light. Amen. So Deuteronomy chapter eighteen, we're going to read from verse eighteen to twenty-two. It says, I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren, like unto thee, and will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. And it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. See, when God gives the prophets a message to his people, they are to go and speak. And whoever they tell the message of God, who chooses to ignore, because remember the prophecy comes to, to edify, exhort, which is the warning, right? And make a recommendation for you to turn from this way. Stop all of your, you know, going out to the nightclub and showing up at church on Sunday to take the microphone and lead praise and worship. That kind of warning. But God doesn't like that, right? So, so here it says that once a prophet releases, which kind of should be reminding us right now of the prophet Ezekiel that was made a watchman. So the prophet, right, can be interpreted to say that the prophet is a watchman over God's people so that we are being helped to steer in the right direction. We will understand some more because we will also get to see the prophets in action. Amen. But right now, let us stick to Deuteronomy 18. And now we are at verse 20. And it says, But the prophet 
which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. Here it is. It says that there is a, there, there is a possibility that we will hear a prophecy. And they said, the Lord said, Jesus Christ said, I, this, this is what the Lord spoke to me. This is what I saw in a dream. This is the vision that I have. And I know it's from God. And they come and they speak. See, that is the big error. They're not dying. So we think because they didn't drop dead before us that because they use the name of Jesus that they're being truthful. I've had people themselves come to me and they say, well, you know, the Lord said, I give them another message to say the Lord said. I said, okay, the Lord said. Okay, there are many lords, but I'm talking about Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and this is what he showed. And if the word that he is giving me does not come true, then I'm the liar, but he's still true. And if the word that you said Jesus gave doesn't come through, that makes you the liar. Because you have used your own prophecy to reject the prophecy of God. And many people, when you're talking to them, ah, Jesus hasn't said nothing to me. So they, they, they just totally dismiss. But what does the Lord say? When he says his word, it must come to pass. I remember I also said the problem we have is time. <laughs> Help us, Lord. So let's read verse 21 of Deuteronomy 18. And if thou say in thine heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord hath not spoken? How can you tell the difference between the word of the Lord and the word of a lying prophet? Verse 22, Deuteronomy 18. When a prophet speaketh in the name of the Lord, if the thing follow not, nor come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord hath not spoken. But the prophet hath spoken it presumptuously. Thou shalt not be afraid of him. Like I said before, time is our problem. A prophet gives us something we dash. Run here. Do this. Do that. Time reveals all things. Even the condition of our hearts. Even the condition of an ailment of our body. Time will reveal the thing. But we don't. We, just like the prophet speaking presumptuously, we act presumptuously. When the Lord is saying to us, let the word that comes out of the mouth of the prophet, let it mature. And if it doesn't come to pass, look at him and not be afraid of him. But if it comes to pass, fear God. Fear God. Because you must know that God cares so much about you to send a warning, to send an encouragement, 
to send something that will teach you about what you're going through. Some revelation that will bring forth development that will cause you to grow stronger. Where you were feeling defeated before, you will now feel like, okay, I can press on some more. The Lord is in this battle with me. That's the prophet you should fear. But what happens when the prophet now prophesies one thing and it comes true, right? What do we say? Ah, prophet, master prophet, and he's this prophet, and he prophesied this thing, and it comes true. We forget to do the validation of his next word. And that also adds to our error. Which brings us now to talk about that there is a biblical code of conduct for the prophet. And I was very happy when I saw that because I would never even have thought that there would be a biblical code of conduct. How prophets are to conduct themselves. And it is very important for us because as we've been saying since part one, prophecy is a dire need for the church. But there's a way for the prophet that he must conduct himself, how the prophet is to act. And we are going to look at Romans chapter 12. Amen. And we are going to read from verse 4, and we will read to verse 6. Okay? Romans 12, verse 4 to 6. And it says, For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we, being many, are one body in Christ, and everyone members one of another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, it says, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Scripture says, God has given us all a measure of faith. We need to work in alignment to the proportion that we have. Amen. Prophesy according to the proportion of faith. This is also an area that is abused by, and I put in quotes, prophets. Okay. Someone would be having a life-threatening disease. We've seen it. And they say, oh, quit all your drugs, quit everything, trust God. Where is the faith? That person has been on drugs. They have connected to the drugs for their ailment. And you're prophesying for a proportion of a greater faith because you are standing in that place of 
faith. We don't do the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will increase faith. And so we must be careful what we prophesy, to whom we prophesy. But people just being grandstanding and grandiose because the office of the prophet is so esteemed, right? Because there is money to be made. And there's also, let's say, horoscopes to be had, right? Somebody that you have in your back pocket. Well, let me call, you you have this prophet on ring, okay? And as the prophet prophesied to you, right? Then, cha-ching, he gets a cash app or a Zelle notice. You know, you have this business connection, right? And then you go and you, you act on it. So there is something for you. You're getting, you're using him like an ATM machine of prophecy. That's not how God works. So everything is now, uh, the, the, there is no faith connection. There is a flesh connection. The person who is seeking the prophecy, he wants his flesh thing. He wants, okay, I'm about to do this business deal, you know, and I want to know this. And, 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 and the crazy thing about it is that when they come to you about business deals, they want God to join in to agree with what they have already agreed to. And believe me, the prophets that for sale, they agree. And they become millionaires. And they get the best seats in the house. They get waited on like kings and queens. Okay. Prophetic biblical code of conduct. We see prophesy according to the proportion of faith. We have faith. We can speak anything. We can say, okay, just jump into the ocean. But what will that message do to that person? Who doesn't have faith. God didn't tell you to tell them to jump in the ocean. Because God knows that that person is going to kill themselves. They can't swim. God will not give a prophecy that will be detrimental to a person. So who is prophesying there? 1 Corinthians 14. We will read from verse 29 to 33. 1 Corinthians 14, 29 to 33. It says, let the prophet speak two or three and let the other judge. If anything be revealed to another that sitteth by, let the first hold his peace. We're talking about order. For ye may all prophesy one by one that all may learn and all may be comforted. And the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints. It says, let the prophets speak two or three. Otherwise, if everybody is just speaking, speaking, and if you've ever been at a prophet-lying convention, or these so-called prophetic conventions, when they are all speaking, becomes like noise, and someone is always trying to top the other. Amen? But the Bible says, when, when the prophets gather, they are to speak two or three. And then there is an immediate judging of the word. 
there must comfort confirmation. Just like when you're sitting in a church and everybody begins to speak in tongues and then you hear the voice of God in the tongue of one person rise up and everyone else becomes silent and that person speaking in tongue is bringing a message to the church. There must be an interpretation to come forth. Being to churches, you see, People just be all speaking in tongues and then you hear one person loud, loud, and there is a no, there is no interpretation. So there is no edification. There must be, there must be a confirmation, right? The others to judge. And it says, if anything be revealed to another that sitteth by, let the first hold his peace. One should not be the one that's always speaking. Others also get an opportunity to share. He says, for we prophesy one by one so that we all may learn. The prophet is also learning. That's why it's said often that the message first comes to the to the messenger and it works in the messenger before the messenger is able to now bring the message to the target. And it says, because the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets. This is very key. The spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets. You can be speaking the word of God and you are so on point. And then something happens and you take over. And the people do not even know. Because you can override the Holy Spirit. Okay? That has happened to me. I was given a very harsh message to bring to a bunch of pastors and I released the word and I changed one word in the English language because I was saying, you know, I had fear. That was fear of all these prophets were in the midst. I'm young. I don't know anything. You know, I'm, 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 I'm just in love with the Lord and wherever his presence is, I'm there. Right. And I'm there and I'm learning and something happened that time and uh, the Lord just spoke strongly to me and I was shaking. I was like, Lord, you want me to give this message? And he said, yes. And I changed one word and I tell you, they cut me up, down, left, right, center. They tore me apart and said, how dare you? And I sat and I let them speak. And then I said, forgive me. This is what the Lord said. And when I spoke what the Lord said, every knee bowed. People were crying. When God give us the word, we, we, can override it interpretation and especially if you know the person or you esteem them you can muddy the water the other day there was an older lady that God used in the gift of prophetic the Lord showed me her she started to prophesy through divination and I felt sorry for the lady I am I am being honest I saw this old woman and I said, God, how did she get there? And I didn't want to embarrass her. The Lord tore me up for two days. He said, you speak my word when I give you my word. 
I didn't want to embarrass her. I was looking at her and I saw even my own mother as an old woman that I know I'd love the Lord. And I've seen the progression of how she was so abused and used through her, uh, through the, the ability of being a, a prophet, right? And I don't know, I see, Lord, that could be me. What happened? What, what turned to her? And in that moment, yes, I corrected her, but I didn't correct her as I should have. I did it in a subdued way. And that's the occasions that prophets do face. But remember, God is not the author of confusion. A prophetic word will cause you to squirm. You will get angry. But at the end of it, you will get peace. Because you will. You must recognize that is the word of God. And even in that anger of being angry that God has dealt so severely with you, you would be like Job, though he slays me, yet will I praise him. Praise God. So at 9.15, amen. Okay, so, so now we are doing some hop, skip and jumps here. Searching through scripture. I decided to just go through the Bible. And I began to look at the word prophet. Where did it first appear? And it first appeared, would you believe, in the book of Genesis. And it was regarding Abraham. The book of Genesis chapter 20. And... We're going to read from verse, we're going to read verse 3, we're going to read verse 7 for the sake of time. Because there's so much we want to get to here. Genesis 20. And this is regarding, this is Abraham. Abraham, there's a rescue of Lot and his family, right? So Abraham and Sarah went to dwell in Gerar, where Abimelech was the king. And Abraham and Sarah came about, and but Abraham introduced Sarah not as his wife, but as his sister. And so Abimelech took Sarah <laughs> into his palace. So something happened. Verse 3. But God came to Abimelech in a dream by night. We would probably say that Abimelech is a prophet, right? <laughs> and said to him, Behold, thou art but a dead man for the woman which thou hast taken, for she is a man's wife. God goes to Abimelech, the king, and says to him, the woman that you have taken is not somebody's sister, but is the man's wife. Now look, verse 7. Now therefore, restore the man his wife, for he's a prophet. Abraham didn't get up and say, I am prophet Abraham. I'm, he didn't get up and say, I'm prophet Mark Jacob. Um, prophetess Janet Smith. God is the one that said, he is a prophet. And he shall pray for you 
and thou shalt live. Because the words of a prophet is such that God will honor. The Bible says that the words that fell from Samuel's mouth, none touched the ground. And he says, if thou restore her not, know that thou shalt surely die, thou and all that are thine. God himself says, he is a prophet. Not apostle so-and-so appoint him as prophet. Not pastor so-and-so appoint him as a resident prophet. Because they have resident prophets. Okay? And we see where prophets are supposed to be for God. They're not supposed to be sitting in one place. You didn't see them just sitting, okay, just for the house of David or for the house of Zedekiah. No, they were for the house of Judah over all the people, over the house of Israel. Not the way how we are doing this. Amen. Thank you, Father. And it says here, and it says here uh, in the Genesis eighteen seventeen, right, to confirm Abraham's prophecy as as a prophet sorry genesis 18:17 it says and the lord said shall i hide from abraham that thing which i do isaiah 41:8 isaiah 41:8 but thou israel art my servant jacob whom i have chosen the seed of abraham my friend okay james 2:23 and the scripture was filled which said and the scripture was fulfilled which saith abraham believed god and it was imputed unto him for righteousness and he was called the friend of god what what did the lord say about moses speak to him mouth to mouth abraham our forefather abraham okay abraham was a friend of god that he spoke mouth to mouth, God has been speaking mouth to mouth to his people through our forefather, and it has come to the lineage. And there are amongst us, as he said, as we read before, he says, I, I think it's in Deuteronomy 18, verse 18, he says, I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren, from among the people. Amen. So now I'm searching through scriptures again and I'm looking for the word prophesied or prophesy. And that took me to Numbers chapter 11 and verse 17. Okay. And this is the, here's the backstory. This is when, when Moses was told by God to call 70 elders that he would put the spirit of Moses upon them. They were supposed to help him in in rulership, in management of the people, right? So they were going to be doing the groundwork while Moses was, would, would do the work of the, the high priest, okay? Spending time with God. Amen. So they were the... Uh, for lack of a better word, but we could probably say and and say it truthfully that they represented like the the tribe of Levi and Moses in that in in that place as as the high priest. I mean, so they were the ones that were uh, tending to the outer court and the inner 
and then and the I'm sorry the the outer court and then Moses would be behind the the curtain so outer court inner court and Moses behind the curtain amen thank you lord brother mark if there's anything that i say here that i need to be corrected please do not hesitate amen so numbers numbers 11 verse 17 so here are the 70 elders that have been brought but we'll find out that there weren't really 70 that was up there there was actually 60 Eight of them. And he says in verse 17 of Numbers 11, And I will come down and talk with thee there, and I will take of the Spirit which is upon thee, and will put it upon them, and they shall bear the burden of the people with thee, that thou bear it not thyself. Okay? Verse 25 of Numbers 11. And it says, And the Lord came down in a cloud and spake unto him and took off the spirit that was upon him and gave it unto the 70 elders. And it came to pass that when the spirit rested upon them, they prophesied and did not cease. It says there, the spirit of God came down upon 70. However, if we look at verse 26 of Numbers 11, 68 was in the mountain, but God His spirit found the other two that were still in the camp and the spirit, the same thing that the spirit of God was working on the 68 in the mountain. The same thing was working on the two that were still in the camp in verse 26 of Numbers 11. It says, but there remained two of the men in the camp. The name of the one was Eldad and the name of the other Medad. And the spirit rested upon them and they were of them that were written, but went not out unto the tabernacle and they prophesied in the camp. When God has chosen and appointed you, no matter where you are, his spirit will find you and you will still do the work. Whether you will prophesy in jail, you prophesy out of jail, you prophesy at the beach, you do it wherever God, wherever God, his spirit finds you and wherever you are placed. Amen. So now there, Joshua had a problem, you know, because Some of us could be like Joshua and says, wait, you're not doing it right. Stop them. They're supposed to have been on the mountain. But look at verse 29 of Numbers 11. And Moses said unto him, envious thou for my sake. Would to God that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord would put his spirit upon them. That was an exhortation to Joshua. It says, God is at work. While God is working and you see God work, it's like, God, use me too. Don't become jealous about it. Don't become upset about it. And that's what happens. People get upset. People become jealous. They want to do it too, but not for the right reason. Here, Moses understood what prophesying means to God's people and he says that all not some all not some would prophesy so now we come next to 
prophecy. First reference of that was in Second Chronicles nine twenty nine, and it says, Second Chronicles nine twenty nine. It says, now the acts, now the rest of the acts of Solomon, first and last, are they not written in the book of Nathan, the prophet, and in the prophecy of Ahijah the Shilonite, and in the visions of Edo the seer against Jeroboam the son of Nebat. It says here, prophecy of Ahijah the Shalonite and the visions against. So now there is a prophecy of Solomon's acts that were written in the, in, in the book of Nathan the prophet and also in the prophecy of Ahijah the Shalonite. And then it says there were visions of the prophecy that was against. So we see where prophecy can be for you and be against you. Okay? Amen. In reference to kings and all those that are attached to kings. So, 926. Okay, let's see if we can touch this place. This would be good. Uh, maybe. I wanted to go into into parts of the prophecy. When a prophet is prophesying, this is very important for us because there are five things that are happening that surrounds that prophecy. Two of them are directly related to the prophet while he's in the act of prophesying and three of them are related to the prophecy. Amen. So, that will help us to to judge, to determine what's going on with the prophecy. Uh, 927. Let's see if we can. Brother Shannon, would you like to take a break, please? Sure. Let's take a break. And um, Brother Mark, would you like to play some music? Oh, yes. Amen. If you don't over, mind. over to you, my friend. A beautiful word. Thank you, Sister Lena. one is called You Are My Rock. And we know the rock is Yahusha Mashiach. Jesus Christ. You are my strength in a time of weakness. You are my rock, my only provider. You are my light, 
darkest hour And in my brokenness You are a strong tower You are my rock Strength and my portion You are my rock Only provider Shouts of praise to the heavens, oh, to the King of Kings. From everlasting to everlasting, Yahweh, yes, you are, you are Elohim. Send another shout of praise to the heavens, Yahweh, for my soul I pray. Let's my the chance when I preach to the others, I myself. Cast away What does it profit a man If he should gain his word And lose his soul For all his vanity
God. Brother Shannon. Yes, ma'am. I don't think it will do us justice to begin this uh, next section because this section uh, points to the other's um, portion and I don't want to step in the middle of it. Let's do it. And we have to, you know, um, cut out of it. So um, what I would uh, like for us to do, I'm sorry, go ahead, please. Oh, yes, we can continue this series as many times as we need to. No worries. (laughs) Okay, okay. Thank you so much, Brother Shannon. Um, this is very important. I don't want to to rush the message at all. But um, I wanted to uh, get some input from both you and and uh, and Brother Mark, and then we give Brother Mark for the next. Uh, um, so. If, if you had some comments on what we've done so far, just to, you know, I've been kind of doing a lot of the talking, so I'm sure you have something to say. And Brother Mark, then he could go into some more worship for us, if that's Fantastic. okay with you, yes. unless you have something or other planned. No, that'd be great. Uh, if you're just joining us, let me make this announcement. Uh, we're live with Evangelist Lena Adamalechi and Evangelist Mark Shine of 505 Ministries. Um, why don't we take this moment here, for both of you to give out uh, your ministry information. Um, I know people are enjoying these messages. How can they reach you in your ministries? Sister Lena, you want to go first? Yes, Brother Shannon, thank you. Um, I just give God thanks for allowing us to even be here today and uh, even allowing his spirit to be present with us. So I just want to exalt our Lord in, in this moment because without him, we, we wouldn't even be here for, for you to ask us that question. You know, um, as, as we go by the name of God, Faith and Ministries, it is a name that the Lord, my husband and I in 2017, our end of year pursuit of the Lord, just fasting through. <laughs> we went from one fast into another, end of year into uh, the 40 day fast, Daniel's fast, and uh, what came out of it. Because, as you know, Brother Shannon, it was named Lena Nita Ministries. And what came out of it was a new name. And God says, it's God Faith Ministries. And it was so fitting because of the journey of my husband and I, um, where God proved himself. And that's according to 1 Corinthians 5, verse 2, that wisdom, our wisdom does not stand, that that uh, our faith, thank you, Lord, thank you, Holy Spirit, does not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. And we have seen so much of God's power that we were so afraid to bear the name God Faith Ministries. And because we understood what it meant and and for sure we've been still having to walk through God Faith Ministries. So um thank you so much, Brother Shannon, because it's out of that I don't know if you remember, he gave us Emuna. Yes. Emuna, yes. And the message of Emuna that was uh, brought forth 
because of what we had gone through in our personal lives and we came out of it with a message and such is you know is the work of God and we just want to thank him so if you want to know more about God faith ministries and who we are what we stand for and what God is doing you can you can go to our website which is godfaithministries.us godfaithministries.us or you can see us on Facebook, Instagram on X formerly Twitter on on uh, uh, True Social and we're also on TikTok yes, the venerable TikTok um, as God Faith Ministries you can find us in any of those formats and to contact us there is a our contact page on on the website and we would love to hear from you and I want to thank you guys for coming on and allowing us this moment thank you praise the Lord brother Mark yes and uh, folks we want to introduce you to brother Mark Shine of 505 Ministries not Mark Smile but I think I was smiling because your music is is shining Jesus Christ through it. And it made me smile. Amen. <laughs> Brother Mark, Amen. tell people about your ministry Amen. and then uh, from there lead on into some worship music. Over to you. Amen. Amen, Brother Shannon. Thank you so much, first of all, um, for accommodating us you know, today on Omega Man Radio. I, I know you're doing a, a great job. I know this is like my second time coming on. I've, I've been hearing about you for quite a while and I've been checking out some of your podcasts too and I, do, I really like your name, the name Omega Man. You know, it's like the Alpha, the Omega, the, the last, it's like, is it like the last, the last man radio? You know, I see like, you know, Thank you. Like this is the radio that will stand up, you know, you know, in the end. And, you know, just your, just to see you at the flaming sword, you know, and, uh, and I just love your intro. I just love what you're doing for ya. And, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just praying for your ministry that you will just continue to reach the masses with the truth, you know, you know, and always, and, and I, I see that you, you come with, with undeniable truth and, and it's, it's, it's beautiful because you don't find too many, um, media these days that's, you know, that's coming with truth, like just because the Bible said of a, of a truth, there is no lie. So, you know, I, I just want to commend you and thank you for having us. Thank you, Sister Lena from God Faith Ministry for, you know, even inviting me to be a part of this message that you're bringing you know for the world and for people that will listen that are listening now and people that you know will come back later and and listen and um it's just a pleasure to to play music my my name is mark shine and um 505 ministries is where you can find us on youtube we have a 505 ministries.com that's in the process of being developed but because we do so much music and music is just pouring out of us, <laughs> you know. We we um we go to YouTube and we just kind of like bog them down with a lot of um, and, uh, what you call it um, just data, you know. So so we are like on YouTube. Um, if you go, if you put five or five band, um, five or five ministries, you will you will find us. And five or five is really means for me. Um, uh, it's a, it's my testimony. It's a time of encounter. You know when I lost my voice in 2016, and and, and it was a time 5:05 in the morning when I would 
come in in um in what we call sackcloth and ashes when I would be very prayerful asking for my voice to be to be to be returned you know to the restoration of my voice and, and thank God not only my voice is being restored but my my spirit my soul you know through Jesus Christ Yahusha so I I am um, I put that number that number out there and you know it's not some number of divination it's just 505 means 5 minutes after 5 o'clock in the morning 505 Man, I love that uh, yes you know so and also there's a song called 505 which tells a little bit of the story so once you tune into to that 505 um, YouTube station and that's the first song that pops up and it gives a little bit of insight of what 505 really means. So it really means a time of encounter with Yahuwah, with, with Yah, with Jehovah. And um, I just want to encourage everyone, you know, to seek that moment, you know, you know, that moment of encounter where you can, you, you, you make a date. You know, see people go out on a date. You know, people who are courting themselves to get married, they make time to to meet each other. Let's make time, and sometimes we can set exact times because it just turned out that that five or five was. I was always on my knees, and then I would, I would look at the, the clock, and it would say five or five, and then it was a digital clock, and then it turns out to look like a SOS. I was like five or five SOS, save our souls. Yeah, so there's so much more into it. So thank you for um, bringing us on and giving us your platform to to spread this gospel. And I pray that we are just, you know, the vessels that we are, that, that Yahuwah will just cleanse us and, and just continue to use us to spread his gospel. This song is called Many Names of Yah. Abba Father Great I am For his name 
for thee my flesh longing for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is to see thy power and thy glory so as I have seen thee in thy sanctuary because thy love and kindness is better than life shall praise thee thus will we bless thee while we live we will lift up our hands in thy name oh yeah Jehovah our soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness and our mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips bless your name Father Abba Father we thank you this day thank you that you have given us this opportunity to see the sunrise we know that your redemption draws nigh and to see the sunset upon our heads you have given us once again this opportunity to be your instruments to be your tools to minister the word your word unto your people unto your set apart people unto the believers even unto the non-believers was being even expressed in the scriptures that the prophecy is not for the non-believer but even if the non-believer should come in to the house of God and hear the prophecy over and over many times that he himself will believe oh Father God I pray that this night this message that Sister Lane has brought forth that is expressing the birth of a prophet the birth of many prophets, oh Father ones that were given even from the womb of John the Baptist and Jeremiah Moses Father I pray even those who are listening right now the prophets that are ordained as prophets that are blinded by the enemy 
was born to prophesy, but is not even aware. Like a Samuel, as the voice of God called upon him, and he would walk, wake up and go to the priest Eli and say, Yes, thinking that he was hearing the voice of the high priest. That eventually you would understand that this was your voice, oh yeah, that was speaking to him because he was ordained to prophesy. I pray this night, this morning, or whatever time, whoever is listening to this podcast, Father. The ones that eyes need to be open to come to the realization that they themselves are ordained to be a prophet that they will hear your voice and that they will start in their ministry of prophecy father also for the the so called prophets false prophets of Father God some of these people are still your children that you love that have wandered off into areas of ministry that does not pertain them does not apply to them I pray Father that there will be a conviction upon their hearts of these people that they will come back into their full ministry into their walk with you Abba Father Hallelujah that you will rise up that you will rise up your people rise up your prophets this night oh God prophets that are speaking in false tongues that you will silence them Abba Father we pray that you will open the hearts and the minds of your people so much gift so much gift that you have in store for us Father that we will find it we will go into fasting go into prayer go into a moment of soul searching to communicate with you Abba so that you will lead us into righteousness that you will teach us your way that we will operate in your way and not in the way of man not in our way Father wash us cleanse us purge us this night and for those who are just hearing this 
gospel for the first time. Oh Father God, I pray that there will be a conviction in their heart. That they will, the Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit will knock on their heart this day. They will give their life to you. Revelation 3, chapter 20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open, I will come into him and sup with him and commune with him and be with me. This is the word of Yahusha Mashiach, Jesus Christ. And for those of you listening right now, if you have if you have never given your life to Christ, if you are hearing a knock on your heart, like we all did at some point in our life, it means that Yahusha, Jesus is calling you. Won't you open up your heart to him this night? moment they say Father forgive me of all my sins I know you have come into this earth to redeem us you promised Adam and you have come back the word became flesh and dwell among us Jesus Christ Yahusha our Yeshua come into my heart Come into my life. Let your Holy Spirit live in me, abide in me, so I can feel that love, that joy, that peace, the long-suffering, the goodness, the gentleness, the meekness, the faith, the temperance, so I can step into my ministry. Whatever office you choose for me, oh yeah, I will find it. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your love. Thank you, Jesus. We give you thanks once again for this hour. And I pray, Abba Father, that even as we get off these airwaves, that you will continue to dwell in us. Pray for Omega Man Radio, Father, that you will continue to keep it alive. That this medium will grow even from strength to strength. That the generation that is coming up will hear it. That they will hear of Omega Man Radio to know that they can find truth. Hallelujah. Raw, unfiltered truth, Father that it will remain this way that there will be no compromise for this radio Omega Man Radio blessings on your son brother Shannon continue to watch over him strengthen him strengthen his family in the mighty name of Jesus we pray bless your name Hallelujah. 
Praise the Lord. That's Brother Mark Shine, 505 Ministries. And what a beautiful song that is. Brother, I'll just say this. Uh, Seal ain't got nothing on you. Uh, <laughs> I tell you, God gave you a Good gift, my friend. And we want to have you back on to share your testimony about 5.05 a.m. one of these days. And Sister Lane, I know we got more testimony coming from you that you need to share. We'll do as many programs as we need. we got all year. And i got plenty of slots. <laughs> um, but folks, if you're coming in late tonight, you want to get this and part one. And we're going to put it up in the archives quickly in the next hour or two. Please share it. And you want to tune in for the next installment. Um, what would you like to title this for the archive tonight, Sister Lena? Uh, Brother Shannon, The Prophetic. I love what it. is true? What is truth? What is true? What is truth? Part two. Part two. Yes. Fantastic. Brother Shannon, and part three, stay tuned. Amen. I'm looking forward to it. Um, once again, give out your uh, websites and let people know how they can support your ministry. And folks, stay tuned. we got another show coming up in a minute. A couple minutes. Okay, Brother Shannon. So, godfaithministries.us. You will see our contact us page and also uh, our giving page. You, you're welcome to do that. Brother um, Mark. Amen. Your information. <laughs> hey, I'm just over your place. I'm sorry. <laughs> YouTube 505. YouTube does do that. YouTube 505 Ministries, 505 Band. Just go on Google and just Google 505 Band. I think we're I think I think we're the only band around five or five band. Man, I love that name. Right and the, the music so you, is awesome. If folks. you Google Five or Five Band you'll find it and and by the way, there's a lot of songs, um, Brother Shannon, that we're doing here on Omega Man Radio that you won't find right now on um on the YouTube. Oh wow. So they're I'm like, Yeah, yeah. A lot of them like you know, even that one, the last one we did. You know, you won't find it here. But you can always come back to Omega Man Radio, hit that button, and, you know, just scroll through, and you find some songs that are just being played for the first time up here on Omega Man Radio. Man, you all have uh, blessed my socks off, and I I believe God has a record for you coming up soon. Um, He's just going to keep giving you one song after the next. Um, Folks, again, please share this with everybody you can. Uh, Sister Lena, what an honor to have you on tonight, and thank you for this message. Thank you, Brother Mark, for the music tonight that's God-anointed. Love you both, and um, would you like to close us in prayer this evening? Amen. 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 We give God the praise. We give God the praise. Thank you, Lord. He makes it all possible. Lord, we take no credit. Lord, we take none of the honor. We give it all to you, Lord. It is from you that it all comes. And Father, we just want to love on you right now, Lord. And Father, just to... Thank you from the bottom of our hearts, Lord. Thank you for loving us so much that, Lord, you choose to speak to us. Lord, I pray, Father, that as this message has gone forth, 
that Lord you will awaken the prophets Lord for this season this end time yes. awaken yes. the young men and awaken yes. the handmaidens awaken Lord even the old men Lord for this time Lord Lord that they will have encounters with you that you will make yourself known to them Lord Father Lord have mercy on us Lord because Father we need to, to hear from you. We need your sight, Lord. There are so many things, oh, Father, we are bombarded daily. But, oh God, we pray, Lord, that your still small voice will pierce through all of the noise. Lord, that, Lord, you'll be like a jumbo screen in front of our eyesight. Dear Father, Lord God, that we must see you, even as uh, Paul of Tarsus, he had to see you. You were a bright shining light, Father. Be the bright shining light tonight, right now, in this moment, Lord. And Father, even now, Lord, we come against every prophetic word that you didn't speak, that was spoken in your name, that has trapped your people, Lord God. Father, Lord, let those words shatter let them break now father and let your people be set free from those chains those fetters those ties those cords that the enemy has sent father in your name lord father god and free your people lord and let the truth of your word come through tonight lord god father god lord show us the way we should walk and we will walk in it instruct us lord and we will obey lord father reveal yourself lord cause us to be able to discern the real you from the copycat that comes and announce himself in jesus name oh lord when you didn't send them when you didn't speak to them and yet they stand Lord God without fear Lord God to speak your name and to call your name Lord God Father I pray Lord for the coming back the return of your Holy Spirit Father in the name of Jesus where men will begin to fear you again where men will begin Lord God would not Dear Lord God, to call on your name in vain or to say that you said something or you did something that you didn't, Lord God. Father, there are babies in the midst, Lord, who cannot truthfully discern, Lord, because, Father, they are still babies, but they are dying, Lord God, along the way because, Lord, they have been, Father God, deceived by a familiar spirit. They've been deceived by a witch and a warlock. They've been deceived by a false prophet. They've been lied to, Father, in your name. I pray, Lord, Oh, God, that none of those prophecies will stand in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you will frustrate every word, every syllable of that prophecy, Lord God, that, Father, it cannot come to pass, Lord God, it cannot, Lord God, it cannot be perfected in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you light a fire tonight on this altar, Lord God, let your consuming fire of the consuming God, jealous God, Akalesh. Let it consume that which is not of you, Lord God. Pluck up 
tear down, uproot, Lord God, destroy, Father, in the name of Jesus, and cast away that which is not of you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, and shake this very tree, Lord God, of the prophetic, Lord God, and let everything, Father God, let all the worms fall out, let the serpents fall out, let them come out of the tree, Lord, in the name of Jesus, expose them, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and let your name remain true, let your name remain great that men will exalt you and you alone because you alone are God Father bless your people this night and Lord as your word declare Lord you have given us sleep I speak and I send your word right now to those who are struggling to sleep Lord Lord God let your word go forth Father God that they will lay their heads down tonight in peace and sleep because you Lord cause them to dwell in safety thank you Lord for this altar of your truth this altar of your word this altar of your fire thank you Lord for raising up Lord God a mighty Jesus and building an ark oh God for your people to find a place to hear truth a place where you are present a place where you will forever be Lord in the name of Jesus bless brother Shannon bless his family Lord God in the name of Jesus meet their every need Lord God and you do what needs to be done Lord God to move and to work things out for them Lord God because God it is time for his feet Lord God to touch these beautiful sounds of America again we thank you Abba Father for all that you're doing Lord God and we give you all the praise in Jesus name Amen Amen I say Amen thank you very much Lena thank you very much Mark God bless you you. and we'll see you again real soon Praise the Lord, everybody. Powerful word tonight.